31st of September comes episode 569 substitutions and substitute so that all the 15 players get a chance to be part of the game and no player is fatigued beyond their capacity which means the coach decides that after how much time i need this player to go in and this player to go out so that i do not lose a player due to injury fatigue and whatever minor reasons now this has started entrenching its way into another sport where rules are rigid i'm not saying that the rules in other sports are not rigid but rules in this sport are much more rigid than other sports i won't go into details about those rules because the rules are obscure and there are times when you feel that why do we have such rules why can't the governing bodies be a little more flexible so what does the indian cricket board do in its redundant t20 cup that is the sayed mustaq ali trophy i'm sure the listeners listening in now or those who are not listening well who to them they won't even know what is this mustaq ali trophy it's a tournament which was conceived for the indian t20 domestic competition but it never got that glamour why i don't know in fact this tournament is scheduled for the sake of being scheduled that it has to be there because it's part of the the indian cricket board doesn't spend too much on it the, the players jerseys are worn out and poor quality the umpiring is of poor quality there is no drs matches start at 10 am local time you have more than 20 teams the name of the team are not as glamorous as you want them to be there is no mumbai super kings or chennai indians or gujarat giants or lucknow titans or whatever you want you have teams like nagaland and saurashtra and maharashtra and no one is interested but what the indian cricket board has done that that since this is a experimental tournament where the four players venture their way into the more glamorous t20 cup you won't see a vaina or a dhoni or a kohli or any of the current players even want to play in this tournament because they have more important things to do than playing in a redundant t20 cup but that's a discussion of morality later what should the players do or what should the players not do that's not on me that's on the players they decide to play good for them they decide to skip well that's their call but the indian cricket board has introduced the concept of impact players in the domestic redundant t20 competition 
the idea is to make the format more attractive dynamic and interesting the thing is i don't even think how the population watches this particular tournament but fair enough they want to introduce as as an ex experimental thing go ahead do it not only for the viewers but also participating teams from a strategic viewpoint this novel concept i don't think it's a novel concept but let's go with the fact that it's a novel concept let's make them happy that participating teams could replace one member of its playing level during a match and the inspiration has come from rules of substitution from other games like football rugby basketball hockey among others so what the indian cricket board says is that the concept is to allow one substitute player per team to take a more active part in a match this would add a new tactical strategic dimension to the game a number of team sports also allow teams to make tactical substitutions that is football rugby basketball baseball the substitute is allowed to perform or participate like any other regular player i think there should be more than one substitute allowed there should be at least five substitutes along with the 11 so that the players could replace the sub so that the teams could replace those players at any point so what's wrong in a substitute nothing is wrong you could replace an all-rounder for a all-rounder if you feel he or she is not doing well replace the keeper replace an opening batter when they go go to bat and i think this would be different from the concussion substitute rule which is already there but this is at a domestic level will the international cricket board even think of this i don't think so so what are the rules of course you can only have 11 players at the squared circle at any stage and then the impact player can only be from outside the 11 can and can also be a replacement for a batter dismissed but it's going to be a very rigid situation and you and you have to inform the fourth umpire before you introduce the impact player or as what one tournament calls it a strategic player or an impact player whatever you may want to call it how do i look at this yes it's a good tactic it's come in the wrong competition but it's a good tactic one player to be substituted depending on how the team wants to go about its strategies let's look at some example team 2 having put into bat lose a number of early wickets and want to increase their batting depth to post a challenging total team 2 therefore could use an impact player for batters who have already been dismissed to help assist in setting a competitive total in any situation only 11 players can bat it's which is fine 11 is a number for most sports so let's go with 11 but that should have been more than one substitution allowed but the fact that this is even being thought of as a big deal in this sport because you rarely see such things in this sport which is very rigid and it needs to break the shackles of the rigidity there are so many rigidities 
this particular sport i don't know how to look at it team one cannot be team one have the option to hold back their impact player change until the innings break to bolster their batting depth or in this scenario may choose to introduce an impact player that offers additional bowling options having assess the position of the match and condition of the pitch either you replace a batter or you replace a bowler or an all-rounder in this sense all-rounder can be one individual who comes in and they replace someone and they can provide batting bowling field whatever let's take at some of the interesting rules that this tournament will go forward with but that's the interesting thing will players will this thing make sure that you have you was watching this tournament i still don't think the way this tournament is advertised it's not going to have that impact the newspapers the pseudo media the pped media doesn't even give half a page to this tournament the winners of this tournament don't even get mentioned when the more glamorous version of it happens you see everyone having a skin in the game pseudo media print media electronic media digital media everyone is involved in this particular thing so this is an experiment with over 20 teams with half the world not even knowing what this tournament is for me it's a redundant tournament there's no need to have so many of such tournaments one is fine and we all know which one is fine or just merge both the tournaments but it's very confusing because the match starts at 10 am 11 am where in the world do 20 over matches start at 11 am yes in england they do but that's a different situation but 10 am i don't think half the world even knows that the match is happening because they don't advertise it so when a tournament which doesn't have the backing the financial backing the glamorous backing introduces such a concept who is going to watch to see if this particular thing made an impact except the ones who floated the idea and when such individuals floated the idea they will obviously back their idea and it's not going to be introduced for the more glamorous version which is very interesting but let's see what are the rules outside of the playing 11 four substitutes have to be named at the toss one of the named substitutes can be employed as an impact player i think it's unfair all the four substitutes can be impact players one impact player is allowed per team per match the choice of using the impact player is up to the team i think it should be four the impact player can be introduced anytime before the completion of the 14th over of either innings in a match that's unfair you should be able to induce in the last five balls if needed last five balls getting your best batter to hit five sixes for the 14th over it's like saying that before the 45th minute in a football match get your substitute after that you're not allowed so i don't agree with this the fourth umpire has to be informed about the induction of the 
he backed player before the end of the current over by the captain or the coach or the team manager the player replaced by the impact player cannot take part for the remainder of the match fair enough the that player will also not be permitted to return as a substitute fielder a very interesting situation which means the 15 that will be named they will have to look at who means it will be a good 15 i'm not i'm not going to detail but that some things are should a player be injured while fielding in the middle of an over the playing conditions under rule 24.1 substitute fielders the injured player may be replaced by the impact player mid over and the injured player cannot participate for the rest of the match otherwise the impact player can be only used after the completion of the over interesting in case the impact player is used and subsequently an injury occurs the same playing condition allowing substitute will be applicable the bowling team can introduce impact player after the end of an over or mid over in case of an injury to a fielder a team cannot use an impact player as a replacement for a bowler suspended for any breach of law as i said the rules are rigid where is the fairness in these rules these are strange rules i am not getting them impact players cannot be used in a match in which both the innings have been reduced to less than 5 overs or 10 overs per side which is very interesting because half the rules are they cannot do this they cannot do that so what should they do what should be done this cannot be done that cannot be done who is going to finally analyze the effect of the impact player if none of the pseudo experts is going to watch i don't think anyone watches you're going to find empty grounds matches are happening in grounds which are not your regular grounds they're going to happen most of these matches of this particular redundant t20 cup happen in grounds which are smaller grounds in those particular cities or states it means back and the glamour may not be there but it's a start at a domestic level it's not official international substitution and i have my doubts that the international cricket board will allow this to happen easily they may take a year or two to even think of allowing such a rule but i think they should as i said the international cricket board acts slowly they are slow and the rule which should have come maybe a year or two ago they take a year or two to decide whether those rules are worth it in their technical meeting make me the member of those technical committees and pass the rules in a matter of minutes and make sure that all the redundant rules are gone and make sure that banal things like whites are only when whites are there but the international cricket board should be called a slow cricket board they are slow to have rules which eventually become laws 
they are like the parliament of any country which takes 6 7 months or even a year to finally have a decision that yes these rules are worth it and that's something i do not agree with that's the way things work and that's the way it has to work but talking about redundancy and talking about preparations for tournaments situation they don't have bowlers over 150 let me tell you 150 plus bowlers don't really make a difference you can bowl at 150 but it won't make a difference if you're not bowling the way you are supposed to bowl so australia had a bit of a luck that's how things work and i don't think performances in such three world cup tournaments which are basically practice games and discussion around experimentation and what will be the final 11 all that i don't think it makes a difference whatever the team is go with it we have seen worse teams and this do well so let's not question the team selection let's not question the lack of all rounders there are so many all rounders sitting outside whom the selectors are not even giving a chance to here we are appreciating Maxwell and Stoinis and Marsh and Cameron Green. They are not your great impact players. So yesterday something very interesting happened, and everyone appreciated it, which shows the hypocrisy of everyone involved. Cameron Green opened with Aaron Finch because David Warner was not part of this tournament. and they wanted to go with the extra bowler to allow the regular bowlers much needed rest captain green is not a regular opener at least not for now maybe he becomes but that will be something you will have to see in the future and of course how long will australia be able to push captain green who has injury issues every fast bowling all rounder spinning all rounder has injury and niggles now a few months ago in west indies when india tried surya kumar yadav as a opener everyone questioned the tactic so you look at the double standards why should surya kumar yadav open the inning number number 3 number 4 and why should we disturb the regular openers at that time rahul was not part of that tournament but when cameron green came out to open what a brilliant move of course he succeeded so everything is hunky dory what a brilliant move given a 22 year old 23 year old the opportunity to show his skills and with so 
Kamar Yadav or Rishabh Pant or Deepak Khoda, what a false move. Why disturb the equilibrium of the openers? Who should open? Who is your third opener? Who is your fourth opener? Why have these discussions? Why have this hypocrisy? I really want to question the hypocrisy. I have, I can give you numerous examples in which India have opened with makeshift openers. Players who don't even deserve to be a part of the team. Players the team had no other option but to go with such redundant and useless players. I can give you numerous examples, but I'm not going there. So on one hand, the same Indian PPED media questions, Pant opening questions, Surakumar Yadav opening, slightly appreciates Deepak Buddha opening, but is appreciative of Australia's brilliant tactic of Cameron Green opening. They could have opened with Josh Ingles, they could have appreciated that also. Shows the double standard and how the Indian media cannot tolerate when India wins. So in the last three matches when India could not defend 170, 180 and 200 plus, they were happy. The same old problem, they, it, it was as if the writers were itching to write death bowling issues, opening issues, middle order issues, this, that, they didn't want to write an appreciative article. Wow, the batters did well to get to 200, the bowlers did well to restrict the other team. They don't want to write an article. They want to write an article where India cannot defend 170s, 180s, 200 tomorrow. If they score 250, you will not be able to defend 250. And, and then the whole question over Matthew Wade versus Dinesh Karthik, or the whole question over Karthik being preferred over Rishabh Pant, because this debate also doesn't go away. Who should be there? Who should not be there? Who should play? What could be the impact of certain individuals playing or certain individuals being left out? You can only have 11 players. Now imagine if this substitute rule was in this game. It would have been perfect when India were to defend that 200 plus score. Or they were batting first. They could have easily asked Pant to replace Harshal Patel and come in and score once in the end and then they could have easily come in in the end and asked one of the more lesser fielders to be replaced by let's say a Deepak Chahar or a Ravi Bishnoi or any of the substitutes it could have been a perfect situation it doesn't happen so how do I look at yesterday's game I don't think it's the end of the world if you think it's the end of the world I can give you multiple scenarios where it's the end of the world. Yes, Australia batted well. They batted with cerebral planning and they managed to win the match chasing 200, but that's not happening at the World Cup level. Yes, last year, they won chasing 180, but that's not happening again. If I could get a gold coin every time India lost, I would be rolling or swimming in gold coins. I don't think the six matches or the remaining five matches, uh, whether we lose 6-0, all the six matches or the remaining five matches to Australia and South Africa, or we go on to win the remaining five matches, which would be a good thing to do. 
there is no middle of the problem there is no opening conundrum yes i may be going away from the truth but i think the super media and the print media needs to set things in order every team has some or the other issues no team at this point is perfectly balanced no team now the issue for australia is with cameron green providing this impact will he will he be part of the world cup because you have so many all rounders ashen egar is a decent batter marcus stoinis can open glen maxwell can open mitchell marsh can come at number 3 then of course the whole steve smith situation is he perfect to play that 40 or 20 ball kind of a situation the team selected for this tournament and the team selected for the world cup are both two different things mitchell star comes in so what will exactly happen who will be left out in this particular tournament do you know i don't know so for me no team is perfectly balanced which means it's it's too early to say despite yesterday's record breaking run chase by australia that they may go on to win the world cup if that's the case then i can predict bangladesh winning the world cup despite their not so impressive performances in the asian champions trophy i would say sri lanka despite winning the asian champions trophy will not go far in the world championship I can also predict these things, and I don't think losing such a match is hurtful because yesterday was a bit of luck. You need a bit of luck in this, and if you and if 210 is not enough, fine. Australia chased it down a couple of months ago. South Africa chased it down. If there are issues, then give chances to players outside this group. But we are with it. Whose fault is it? I don't know. Is it the Vanilla selectors? Is it the captain, the coach? Last year, everyone said Rahul Dravid coming in will make a difference. I don't think it makes a difference because you come in, you have all kinds of novel ideas, but after you settle in, I have been there. I have been part of such leadership groups. You all come in with great ideas. You want to contribute to the team success. In this case, a sporting team. In my case, a non-sporting team. But by the time you settle in and you're spent over 10, 11 months or more in the business, then you slightly lose that charm. Okay, I have to do this every day. What's the big deal? You do become rigid. I think every coach becomes rigid. You come in with enthusiasm, spend one year in this position. You know, after a while, okay. We lose some, we win some. We have to win the World Cup. Everyone knows it. Every all the twelve participating team knows it. After a while, whatever happens, happens. And of course, everything is compared to the 2007 World Cup. So last year, so last night, I heard a certain commentator say that the reason we won 83-85-7-11 was batters contributing by bowling, couple of good all rounders. Whose fault is that? Just because Sevang and Pana and Jubrat could bowl, that's the reason we won. I think it has to be more than that. We cannot be rigid about such things. We have to be flexible about that. Then allow such players to be in the team. That's the thing. There's Punal Pandya waiting in the wing. Give him a chance in such tournaments. There's Shivam Dubey waiting. Whether you are on the top 
cream of the select, selection committee or not give him a chance that Venkatesh Iyer waiting who was your first choice or doctor when Hardik Pandya was in rehabilitation and now Venkatesh Iyer is happy playing the Dundon domestic tournaments. Who do you fault? The team management, the Bandha selectors, the brain fade selection committee, I don't know. So Venkatesh Iyer, Shivam Dubey, Kunal Pandya and a few others, Vijay Shankar also in that new point, they could have been given the chance in this tournament. Maybe they would have done well. But no, we have no, no, no form, no experimentation. We are going with a tried and tested individuals and go with it. Because I still see Shivam Dubey, Vijay Shankar, Kunal Pandya, Venkatesh Iyer contributing a lot. But they are not being given a chance. So what do you do? Well, then you cannot regret that we don't have batters who cannot bowl. Just because we had a couple of flukes in Kankuri and Sevag and Tanulkar and Vaina and Yuvraj, it doesn't mean that there are issues right now. No, there are no issues right now. The issue is that it's the same group of commentators who have been Opening their mouths, you have, you have certain commentators doing the same job for 35 years, they haven't evolved and they expect that the current lot evolves or current lot gives way to new players. That's hypocrisy, that's double standard and that's something I will not accept. So the current commentary box lot who have been doing this for over 30 years, maybe they need to say, okay, I've been doing this a long time. I need to give a chance to more talented individuals than me, for example, me. So people like Harsha Bogle and a couple of more need to say, I have done it for 35 years, I haven't involved, I'm still stuck in that same mindset. My language skills have deteriorated and my commentary skills have gone top bottom. So why don't I give a chance to the new lot? But they won't do, they are also budget. They will stick to that chair. Then I don't blame a 36 year old player sticking to his chair and saying, I am not retiring, I will make sure I keep getting chances. You have, either you balance both things or you don't balance them at all. So that's the way things work. But in summary, even if we lost yesterday's match, there are no issues. Yes, death boarding and such things, well, it could have gone either way. So I'm not worried. We may lose 6-0, we may win 4-1. Really doesn't affect me. And that's how things work in my world.
1970 comes to you live on the 23rd of September 2020.